many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. As Asia becomes the world epicenter of the healthcare industry, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to the boardroom. What about in terms of, you mentioned ethics. Have you, have you got any stories about, you know, an ethical decision that needed to be made in your career, whether it's early on or, or recently? Yeah, I think it's very interesting because one of my questions that I posed when I was debating between organizations mm -hmm. of, of who to join and, and ultimately join PwC, it actually boiled down to a question on ethics. Okay. And the question I posed to, to one of the senior people who actually uh, brought me onto the firm, I asked him, I said, as a clinician, I have certain ethical values uh, when it comes to health. As a consulting firm, I'm sure you all deal with all clients across mm. the health industries. And, and obviously the answer was yes. So my question was, if I'm put in a situation where my personal ethics uh, are compromised, um, do I have the option of not engaging that client or not working on that job? The answer is yes, you have control and we believe in ethics and integrity. And uh, that, that sealed things for me. That was like, ethics uh, is at the heart of what we do, so not a problem. Tell me when a project went wrong for you and, and how you rectified that situation. So I think it was, if I'm not wrong, it was my first project okay, first. that I, uh, that I was uh, engaged on uh, when I joined the firm. And uh, how did it go wrong? Well, actually, everything went right, um, right up to the delivery uh, to the group okay. CEO of that project. Wow. Um, now, the project ran as any project would. We even had sign-offs that, uh, you know, were green-lighted every week. And ultimately, um, I think if I look back at the start point of that project, something that, that we do with every project is we always ensure a meeting, a face-to-face -face meeting with the group CEO or head of the organization, mm -hmm. regardless of whether or not they are the sponsor, because I think it's important to get alignment uh, at the top level. Now, the project sponsor and the team that was managing this uh, said, no, there's really no need. And uh, we pushed back once and said, you know, we'd like to, and came back again saying, no, there's really no need. This is coming from them. This is the initiative they want to do. And everything was going really good. Come the delivery day, uh, the entire, it was actually in a boardroom, bigger than this. Um, you know, we sat down with the group CEO, with the entire project team. And uh, one of the first things the group CEO says is, this is not what I asked for. Well. And I uh, was quite taken aback. So we kind of went into a bit detail, you know, asked, what, what do you mean it, it, this wasn't what you asked for? And it uh, was what he had asked for, but the stakeholders that he wanted to address was a different group of stakeholders okay. that we were told to address. Mm. And we ran through the results. The methodology was all, all correct. And it was really that one group he wanted a response from. Mm. So what we did in the end, uh, I mean, we, we took it as an investment. We went back and uh, we re-looked at a different group uh, and then included that in the report. 
ultimately, the report uh, was against what the initial thought was mm -hmm. of the organization. Uh, but I guess that's one of the things uh, you know, I'm quite happy when it comes to integrity and ethics as a, as a firm. You know, PwC, we, we want to be an independent party, right? And we mm -hmm. want to give you the truth. So the way we work is not giving you an answer that you want to hear necessarily. Mm. And so we stuck by, uh, by that decision, mm. uh, much to the dismay of, of the group CEO, but you know, that's really what we were engaged to do. And what about, you know, now you're into PwC, you've, you've made the decision, you're, you're now in the commercial slash corporate world. If you're going to mesh them together, I want to know your thoughts on the Southeast Asia healthcare market. I'd like to get your 30,000 feet view of, of where the market is now and where it's going to be in the next five or 10 years. Sure. So when we talk about healthcare, I think when you ask me, you know, what businesses do and how they, they, they get involved in countries, while we're all a business and we have to remain sustainable, I think you have to look at healthcare differently. You can't look at it as a business. Look at it for what it does, how it improves lives of people. Mm. Ultimately, revenue and profit will be a byproduct of that. But the focus needs to, to be shifted and not, uh, the, the revenue doesn't or shouldn't drive the business. Uh, my unique perspective, one of the things I always advocate is that we need to use technology to complement our clinical practices, not replace them. Mm -hmm. And I think if organizations do that, they're going to be a lot more successful. And organizations do need to focus on the emerging economies where there is no infrastructure. Countries that have poor infrastructure still have higher mobile penetration rates, for example. You look at Indonesia, you look at Philippines, very high mobile penetration rates, a lot of online uh, to offline solutions where infrastructure is lacking. And I think that is going to be the, uh, the key success factor if you, if you address these. And what about your career in one word? Evolving. Uh, and if I could give two and be cheeky, I'd say constantly evolving. Zubin, thank you very much for spending time with C-Suite no Partners problem. in the Bulldog. No problem. Pleasure. Appreciate it.